I was never much of a reader growing up until I read a book that changed everything for me, which I'll talk about in a second. But today's episode is all about really the value of good literature, literature that teaches lessons to our kids that will help raise them up in leadership so that the job isn't all on us alone. So we're going to go into the power of introducing our children to concepts and lessons through powerful stories, stories that many of us probably read over the years and why it's so critical to get this in the hands of our children and to kind of hold on to the way of old, which is sad to say, that's a book, a physical book in their hand, something that they can honor and remember for the rest of their lives, like the book that I read growing up that changed everything for me, which I will get to within the episode. All right, let's raise them up right. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. I was a busy kid. Like, I liked being outside, playing with my cousins, getting dirty, riding bikes, climbing trees, doing things that probably stressed the heck out of my mother. And this concept of reading books meant that I had to sit still, and I always struggled with that. I was, I still am to this day a very slow reader, and although I love reading now, I just didn't love it as a kid until my grandfather put a book in my hands that changed the way I looked at the world and definitely how I looked at the power of good literature. That book was To Kill a Mockingbird. I assumed it was going to be yet another story that I skimmed and eventually found the cliff notes on so I could pretend when he'd ask me questions like I knew what I was talking about. But as I flipped through the pages, I became more and more immersed in the story and the characters and the lessons that I was learning. And that book changed the lens through which I view the world. I didn't want to live an average life where I turned a blind eye to the injustices going on or that I didn't do everything I could to open up seats at the table for people of all walks of life. And there was something so inspiring about that story that changed the way I looked at reading as a whole because it introduced me to how I could change my heart through the power of a great book. Author Gary Paulson, he used to write books for adults, but he stopped about a decade ago saying that it was artistically fruitless. He said, Adults are locked into car payments and divorce and work. They haven't got time to think fresh. Name the book that made the big impression on you. I bet you read it before you hit puberty. In the time that I've got left, I intend to write artistic books for kids because they're still open to new ideas. That's what Gary Paulson, the author of over 200 books, said himself before he recently passed away at the age of 82. If you the name sounds familiar, he wrote the classic Hatchet, which 
I'm sure all of us read as kids, I recall that one. And by read, I mean I probably skimmed slash cliff noted because I was still in that stage of life. So this quote recently showed up in my feed as I was scrolling and it got me thinking and my wheels turning. What book made that biggest impact on me? And that's where I flashed back to To Kill a Mockingbird. And that moment where I realized that a book can impact not just my enjoyment of reading, but who I am and and what I think and how I want to develop and grow. And then as a mom, it got my wheels turning. Okay, so how am I intentionally introducing rich literature to my children? I mean, my kids are so young. They're six, four, and two. But if I had heard a story like that, maybe read to me before I was too, while I was too young to read it to myself at an earlier stage, how would that have changed my development and my thinking on books as a whole? Books that introduce lessons or model values that are really critical to us as a family or make our kids think and dream bigger. I look at a lot of kids today and what they're reading. And when I say kids, I'm just encompassing school age. Okay. So basically, Jack's age, my six year old, up through college. This is relevant no matter how old your kids are. Is it good literature or is it solely entertainment? Or is it smut? Because that's an option too. I am definitely guilty of sometimes just reading silly little entertainment books to my kids that have no purpose uh, or no real lesson or story in them. And I think there's a place for that, right? It's instilling a love for reading. When a book's entertaining and funny and cute, my kids start to fall in love with it as they're so young. But when I read that quote by Gary Paulson, I... I don't know, it just kind of stopped me in my tracks. And it also made me really grateful that we were choosing homeschooling because we can have more control over that, where it's really tough when there are a lot of books that I'm just hearing from other parents who have their kids in the school system. These books, the discussions around the lessons within the books are shaping our kids. And we can't depend on someone else, whether it's a school or the latest popular book series, to shape the messages sent to our really sponge-like children. And I know it seems maybe a little dramatic, but these are the little battles that do add up and we have to fight to protect them at those early stages, not only to keep them from messages that we don't agree with or that we don't want our kids absorbing, especially when they're so young, but also presenting the ones that we do. Right. Child development experts say that these early foundations, they're often what determine long term outcomes in our children who eventually become adults. And this is critical. So for me, I want to integrate wisdom and moral strength and confidence and values into their lives. And this is a simple but tangible way to do that. Right, a way that allows us to release all of the control that we have to tell them all the things we want them to know. But what if they fell in love with the stories and the characters who help them understand those things? I still relate to Atticus and Scout from the books that I read as a kid. So, how can we give that gift to our children? I'm curious if you're willing to take a screenshot of this and share it, and then tell me what books made that impression on you growing up, the ones that you want to reintroduce or introduce to your children that maybe you haven't thought about in a long time. Because the power behind these books is not just them absorbing knowledge. It's getting them thinking. 
It's engaging them and helping them determine the things that will light a spark in them, that will breathe life into their souls as to where they're called to go. Through these books, through this literature, through these stories, they'll start to identify who they are and who they're not, who they want to become, who they have yet to become. So I created a guide that's going to help you notice little interests that I call sparks in your children. And then brainstorm and document ways to cultivate those passions. Books are a great way to do this. So if you were inspired by today's podcast, it's free. You can head on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark to download that free spark guide. And you can do it in conjunction with the books that they're reading. I think it's going to help extract and excavate out of them those sparks that start to show you who they really are or who they're meant to be. Because maybe they've been, I don't know, beat down under a pile of books that didn't bring that out of them. Maybe you can introduce them to some that will make them come alive. Okay, thanks for tuning in. As always, please share if you were inspired. We want to get this movement and this mission out in front of more people. And it supports us getting the people that you want to hear from on our Monday episode. So let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our Luminary of the Week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters. <laughs>